Yes, I vow it. Ere this night does wane, you will drink the black sperm of my vengeance! This is the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minute hosts like us talk about, roughly talk about, one minute of the greatest Bruno Doyon movie ever made. The 1988 John McTiernan-directed movie, Die Hard. I'm Curtis Blaze of the Better Off Dead Minute and the Clue Minute podcast. And I'm Jason Hummel of the Better Off Dead Minute podcast and Mondo Confidential. Today we're talking about Minute 67, which starts with Holly talking about the need for a bathroom break and ends with Gennaro, Miss Gennaro, if you're nasty. Curtis, wouldn't you like to tell the good people about what happened in this minute? In the last minute, we learned that Holly Gennaro has become the liaison between the hostages and the terrorists. As the minute begins, Hans smirks and rolls his eyes from being told in the previous minute that someone has murdered Joseph Tagagi. As the minute continues, Holly asks Han for relief for a pregnant lady and for bathroom breaks for the other hostages. (laughs) Well, it's not like they go back and forth between calling him Han and Han. Ah. Hans. (laughs) Hans. Hans Grubber. (laughs) At 66 minutes and 33 seconds, we see that the picture of Holly and her husband, John, has been turned face down on the desk behind Han's, as we saw in a previous minute. Yes. But this time, Hans notices her looking at the picture frame. But yeah. I don't seem like he puts it together. We'll get into that. Yeah. As the minute ends, Holly, while standing in front of her own door with her name on it, tells Hans that her name is Gennaro. Holly Gennaro. Unless you like it messy. I'd start bringing us in groups to the bathroom. He's got such a sneep nod response <laughs> to that. Yeah. Very well, Potter. <laughs> Do you see Snape now when you when you watch this movie? Mm. Or or did you see Hans when you watched Harry Potter? What's what's the more overpowering role for you as someone who grew up in the eighties? Uh Hans is, you know, I think, you know, the iconic role for him. That's the one that I always think of. It's close second being like Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, that's right, Sheriff of Nottingham. I don't know. <laughs> He called off Christmas, man. That movie's pretty dated. <laughs> it's not even classic enough for anyone to be doing a minute-by-minute minute recount of it. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, now that we've said it out loud, <laughs> someone is buying the URL. I'm dated. I mean, it's, it's about, like, what, the 13th century, but... <laughs> Have you seen it in this decade? No. Have you seen it in the last decade? No. Did you watch it when it was your captain's favorite movie when you were in the Navy over and over every morning over breakfast? <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> the Captain Diggs Costner. Hey, man. That salty old dog, he was into that flick. Gennaro. Miss Gennaro, if you're nasty. A true hero moment for Holly. She just faced down the guy that killed her boss. She's got her cheeks sucked in to the point where she's sucking blood out of it. Her... But is probably so tight that you couldn't slip a grain of sand up it. In two weeks, you'd have a diamond. <laughs> or at least a pearl. Wait. Because <laughs> that would mean that she'd be secreting something. Uh, let's not go there. <laughs> Dude, this is a real hero moment for her. And the way it's framed, where she stands next to her name at the door and says it. Just, I just love this kind of movie making. Probably... If if we talk to some film student, some expert, they're probably like just rolling their eyes going, oh my God, just beating the viewers over the head with us. But <laughs> but I like it. Yeah, the only thing that was missing is like a 
music sting, you know, that hero music sting. Or some Janet Jackson music. <laughs> oh, that's just us. <laughs> I do like it, though. I like how they keep reminding. This movie's very good at reminding the viewer about things. Yeah. The fact that they're separated. The fact that she's not using, the fact that she's using her maiden name. The fact that she's not using her, you know, all of that stuff put together. I wonder in this moment if she's literally thinking of Ellis going, he's going to screw this up. Ellis is going to screw this up. That cokehead is going to try to take charge. And I'd better just start doing my damage control now and keeping these secrets. Because I know John's in the building and I know John. All of this has got to be going through her head in the in that moment. Definitely. She's like, oh, my husband is going to be a disaster. Ellis is going to be a disaster. Everyone's going to get killed. And I'm going to be tasting blood for the next week. <laughs> So as she leaves, she's got the uh, the half popped sort of collar. Was it was it that's still a thing in in 1988? Were we still popping our collars in 1988? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I was 17. When was uh when was that John Cusack movie with the when was Say Anything? That was 89. Okay, so we were still popping collars then officially. Yeah, I think that was it, still a thing. I think it was a decade long uh, affectation. Popping our collars and rolling our jeans. <laughs> and the big shoulder pads. Big old Joan Crawford shoulder pads, man. In the script where I went N-B-I-G. Oh, I just meant big. <laughs> big, big. Okay. <laughs> mm, big. <laughs> big and big and big shoulder pads. <laughs> they are huge. She's like a football player. <laughs> Linebacker. For real. I guess women had to do what they had to do to get ahead in the 80s. That's where the power in the power suit lies. You know, it's so weird to hear, and I know this is going to get me marked as a dinosaur and a horrible person, but because of movies like this, and just because of society in general, I was under the impression that equality for women was a done deal in the 80s. Every depiction of a woman in the 80s I saw was powerful. Yeah. Everyone. We had Sigourney Weaver in Aliens. God, as early as the 70s. Linda Hamilton in The Terminator. There were movie heroes all over the place that were women, including Die Hard. Holly is her own hero in this movie. Yeah. She's not running around spouting off MFs, MF Uckers. Can I say that? <laughs> MF Uckers. <laughs> 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 I think I just discovered a loophole. A name like M.F. Uckers? It's got to be good. <laughs> She's not running around spouting off one-liners. <clears throat> She's not and falling and tripping. <laughs> tripping and falling. And, and having to run, run everywhere while bloody. But she's a hero in this movie, for sure. Yeah. She's definitely, without her, wait a minute. I'm about to say without her, John wouldn't have been successful. But that is literally true. Because why else would he be there? Yeah. The terrorist would have been successful had she not dumped John and moved to L.A. Yeah. This this is all due to John being a big jerk who wouldn't who just wouldn't move out to L.A. and follow her right away. Yeah, otherwise. In, in spite of the fact that, as we saw in minute two, that she clearly wanted him to. Yeah. And so did the maid. Now, is this the minute where Marco checks out her butt? It must be. Is this the one? Did I not write that down? Yeah. Everybody in the room is pretty impressed by her. Yeah, Hans especially. 
you know, he's acting all incredulous, but she doesn't seem to be afraid of him. You can see the respect washing over his face, accompanied by that line about Takagi choosing his people well. Well, you think he's trying to hit on her? He's like, Takagi chooses his people well. Mm-hmm. And then Marco is like, I don't think it's so much. Left. I don't think it's such so much flirtation as more like grudging respect. Maybe just a little bit of fear? Yeah. I mean... And okay, now now it is you doing it. <laughs> you started well, it, man. Let's, get it, let's just get out of our systems. Let's just both do it. Okay, now we're not going to touch that anymore. <laughs> All the ASMI people now are like, Ooh, Die Hard Minute. <laughs> do you like Die Hard? Do you like it? Do you? <laughs> but yeah... There's still moments, though, where you can see little, little chinks of fear in uh, Holly's face. But she's powering right through it. Oh, no. I, it's, it's not subtle. Her face are just ticks and, and flinches. And, like, she is just barely holding together. You know that she is just shaking. She's shaking in her boots. You can just see in her face that she is just scared out of her mind. This guy just murdered in cold blood. That body is still laying there. In fact, does that body ever get picked up? Is Are they stepping around? No, wait. Someone does drag it away, don't they? I think so. Yeah, okay. Never mind. But still, there would be blood smears. Splatter everywhere. Wait a minute. I need to go back a little bit. Did he kill Takagi in Holly's office? Uh. <gasps> that probably answers the questions of why he set up in Holly's office instead of... Takagi's office. Right. Because, yeah. 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 Plus, Holly's office is on the same floor as the mezzanine. He could just storm out and, like, pop a cap, <laughs> go back in without having to, like, be up on the balcony taking aim with everybody screaming and running. It'd be a lot easier to just step outside and pop. True. It's weird, though, don't you think, that they're killing people, but they're not really terrorists? Like, really, the fact that they killed someone really upped the ante on their crime. They could totally have just gone in, taken everyone hostage, bad times, not murder, and just robbed the safe. And if they got away with it, basically it'd be kidnapping and robbery, or whatever that crime is at that level. Yeah. Grand whatever. Grand larceny. But then, pop, plunked a guy's head, and they're done. And now they're now they really just are terrorists. Now they really just are murderers. And for what? I mean, why up the stakes like that? It's not like they needed to control people. Maybe the guard, maybe the guard, when they were taking over the ground floor. That would have been the most. I guess I guess once they do that, they're, they're committed. I don't know. I, I think he did it to show everybody that he's serious. Yeah, but what would he gain by it? So he, t- so he kills Takagi, right? Yeah. It's not like anyone else has the code. There's not a second person that he can go to and go, okay, now you, one. You know, it's not like Holly is next. They have to just start cutting through these stupid things now. Yeah. Instead of opening it. Maybe it was more personal. Like, he just lost it. Like, how dare he defy me? Yes, but he's also, like, pretty emotionally in control of things. He really keeps it together. He's not, like, an egomaniac. Thinking? (laughs) Is he? He doesn't really have a moment where he's like, you know, how dare you, I'm smarter than you. Does he? Maybe I should have watched at least this minute before doing the podcast. <laughs> he pretends to be Texan at one point. Yeah. Clay. 
<laughs> what a great, what a great voice. Um, no, he never really does the, you know, I'm the genius bad guy, so you could never possibly overcome me. He doesn't have that moment. He is like quietly confident. Um, yeah. Yeah. He. It, it, yeah. He doesn't really flip out. So on a more serious note, sofa. <laughs> not couch. Not Davenport. Sofa. These people are not from Iowa. <laughs> they are not sitting on Davenports. <laughs> so they're bringing a couch in for the woman who's pregnant. Yes. Imagine if they're bringing Ellis's couch. <laughs> I mean, on the upside, she's already pregnant, so no problem there. But on the downside, oh, imagine the smell. <laughs> Tears and butt crack. And Coke Residue. <laughs> Ellis's office sofa. That's a good band name. Holly spends a pregnant moment looking at the uh, photo that she's turned down of John. And Hans looks back over his shoulder to see, and I do it because I'm on the radio. And Hans looks back over his shoulder to see what she's looking at. Do you think he saw the turned over picture and made any kind of connection? Well, he knows it means something. But, you know, I don't think he puts two and two together. There is a moment, though, where he... It's Ellis that... Does Ellis give it away, or does Hans figure it out beforehand? Ellis. Oh, that... God, Ellis! Ugh! Yuppie scum. Hate that guy. <laughs> Booby. <laughs> it's the 29-second mark, by the way. Everybody go to... What minute are we on? Minute 67. Everyone go to minute 66 and 29 seconds. That's when Marco is checking out Holly's butt. He's just like taking a big old three-second long, woo. Which, character choice or actor taking his shot? It's like, I got to do something so people will notice me. I'm going to look at her butt. That'll get me on screen. I think the editors were like, use the one where he looks at her butt. Probably. Maybe the director. Check out her butt. Right? When I do, when I go like this with my finger, look at her butt. <laughs> okay. If you want me to, I will. I won't enjoy it, though. <laughs> Taking one for the team here. <laughs> Is Marco thinking about, like, later on, maybe things go wrong? There's going to be some rape in it for him? The murderers. Mm-hmm. The criminals. True. They've got hostages. Some of them are hot women. Or hot guys. Not judging. Are they above rape? Are they above this becoming just a real bad situation? Hmm. Well, I think Hans is way too in in control for that to happen. And I think he would think, you know, above all, that would be unprofessional. True. Yeah, you're probably right. It doesn't seem like the type of group that would just be a wild bunch. Going back to Hans' opinion that Takagi chooses his people well. Takagi chose Ellis. Does he really choose his people well? I mean, how many minutes ago was it when Takagi walked in on Ellis literally snorting coke off the desk and didn't fire him on the spot? Is it because it was Christmas? (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't. Nothing wrong with a little snow at Christmas, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't want to be all uh, uh, Scrooge. Yeah, but I'd fire my people if they were doing coke on their desk. Yeah. Especially if they were. What is Ellis? Yeah, what does Ellis do? Corporate 
negotiation or something? Human resources? He's not human resources. Although that would explain a lot, actually. <laughs> that would explain that would explain everything, actually, if Ellis was in charge of HR. <laughs> Christmas party on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Corporate party on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, people! <laughs> We've probably been over this 14 times. <laughs> Counting all the different hosts. <laughs> I don't think Hans' assessment of Tagaki's judgment is borne out in Tagag- Takagi's actions. This guy doesn't make good hires. Which, by the way, now makes me question Holly. If he's cool with Ellis, what's wrong with Holly? I don't know. I mean, it just seems like no no matter how, you know, the judgment of your boss and everything, there's always that one person that you think, why are they here? How are they not fired yet? Maybe Ellis really is super good at his job. And he walks in on him doing coke. And he's like, well, okay. We've got a problem here, but it's Christmas Eve. Maybe we deal with it Monday. We figured out, oh, yeah, that was later on. We figured out later on a thing. Huh. <laughs> Movies by minutes. Well, okay, so Holly is head of corporate affairs. Yes. Which actually seems like a perfect job for Ellis to me. Why do I think that? <laughs> a corporate affairs manager is uh, the person who creates and communicates a good public image for his employer or client. That definitely seems to be what Ellis is doing later on. Probably stepping on someone else's minute to say this, but as long as we're on it, that seems like the job he should have. Yeah. It's definitely what he's trying to do. Oh, maybe he's aspiring to it. Signs are pointing at incompetent again. (laughs) If he was good at this, that's what he'd be doing. Yeah. Not Holly. All I've got left is is talking about Miss Gennaro. The fact that she is deliberately hiding her marriage. We kind of touched on this earlier. She knows that John's not in the group of hostages. Right. And she knows that John is either locked in the building and can't leave or wouldn't be the kind of person to leave. Right. Based on the movies that follow, John is the kind of guy that gets involved with shenanigans. He wouldn't just hide in a basement corner. Although clearly, based on this movie, what we've seen so far and what we see throughout, he could have just went to the parking garage. Like anyone who could make it to the parking garage would be cool. Yeah. Basically. They never check that. Oh, that actually answers a question from a later minute that I had. We'll get to that. I got nothing else for this minute. What about you? Mm, nope. Well, let's call it a day then, man. Uh, All right. If I were the type of person that wanted to look you up on the internet, Jason, how would I do that? You can find me at uh, mondoconfidential.wordpress.com and at the Better Off Dead Minute. And you can also find me on Twitter at JasonHummel9. And, of course, Facebook. What about you, Curtis? Uh, you can't find me. <laughs> My last name is impossible to figure out how to spell by how it's said. Just forget about it. You're incognito. Okay. If you pronounce my name Curtis Blows, you're going to get the rapper. If you pronounce my name Curtis Blaze, you're going to get nothing. There's no Curtis Blaze out there. That's stupid. But I'm <laughs> on Facebook. Look me up. Tell you what. Look up Heidi, who's a much cooler person than me, Heidi Bennett, and then look who th- through her friends list, and you'll see me. That's <laughs> how you find me. Go to Heidi, and then look through, and then stalk her friends, and that's where I am. <laughs> These are the breaks. Don't forget to follow the Die Hard Minute on Twitter. At the Die Hard Minute. Nope, just at Die Hard Minute. <laughs> at the Die Hard Minute with a podcast listener's limo on Facebook and at DieHardMinute.com. If you'd like to catch up on other Movies by Minutes podcasts. Like Better Off Dead, which we are doing. Yes, Visit moviesbyminutes.com for more information. 
Join us tomorrow for minute 68 when we hear Dwayne T. Johnson say, What's it look like? We're going in! Until then, I'm Jason Hummel. And I'm Curtis Blaze. Merry Christmas from Nakatomi Plaza. Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5.